Welcome to the Be Still Podcast. I'm your host, Beth, an avid yoga teacher, wellness junkie, diehard organizer, and fearless business leader. This podcast is a place where I'll sit down with everyday people, entrepreneurs, and business owners to talk all things and all questions about health and wellness, Christianity, and small business. I hope you leave here feeling empowered to be your authentic self and share your story with the world. Thanks for showing up and being here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Be Still Podcast. This is Beth, and I am your host. I'm so glad you're here, and I can't wait to bring this podcast to you. My goal is to provide episodes weekly, so we will see how we go throughout 2021. So first, before we jump into today's topic, I just want to give you a little overview of why I'm here, why I started, and where I hope to take this podcast. So Throughout the shows, we will uncover some of my story that will lead into part of the podcast and part of my journey in health and wellness and in my Christianity faith, but we'll also talk with some others along the way, so I won't give it all away to you today. But my goal here on the podcast is to bring bring a podcast that will just speak life into you from the health and wellness realm, spirituality, Christianity, yoga, meditation, uh, business, entrepreneurship, all of the things um, that I've kind of had a ha- hand in the last several years. So I hope that you at least feel encouraged uh, leaving here. And if you have a story to share, reach out. I'd love to have you on the show and hear where you are and where your journey is taking you. So in this first episode, I want to talk about my 2021 word of the year, which is commitment. And I'll talk about what that means and what that looks like. And also encourage you to consider a word of the year for yourself. And so going into 2019, the December 2018, I had come across something through a Mel Robbins article or podcast or some something along the lines that I was reading. And I was in a, a stage of my life that I had just ended a long-term relationship. I was living with my sister, trying to just figure out where the next step would be for me personally. So in this transitional phase, I felt like this was calling to me to create in 2019 a word. And that word would be my intention. um, It would be my focus. It would be my North Star through that whole year. And so in 2019, my word was authentic. And I wanted to be authentic mainly to myself, um, starting in new relationships, buying a new home, moving out in different paths, and really to just whatever I did to be that most authentic self that I could be, what I was called to be, who I was at my core, and really find myself again. And then in 2020, last year, my word or phrase, I guess it more was, was faith over fear. And at the end of last year, I actually took a vacation and just spent some time on the beach and alone and meditation and prayer. And these words just came to me. And ironically, coming back about two weeks after that trip, I decided to quit my corporate job um, without a new job lined up. And that's a whole nother podcast for another day. But 2020 definitely led into those words, faith over fear and lots of different jumps that I took um, just leaning on that faith in one times that I was in fear. So this year, it's commitment. 2021, my word is commitment. And I'll talk about what that looks like for me here at the end of the show. But you may be wondering, like, why? Like, why, why, Beth, should I have a 2021 word of the year or any word of the year? 
what is it, and why just one word. So what I've come to find is I focused on just this one word rather than having goals, which if you didn't know, 9 out of 10 of those New Year's resolutions that you maybe set and maybe have already failed at three days in, they fail. I'm 50% by the end of this month of January will fail. So having one word that provides focus and clarity allows us to keep aligned without it feeling like this heavy weighted resolution, New Year's resolution, words that just I think people cringe when they hear. And so instead, by having this word that provides us like a mission or a purpose or it's our passion, it keeps us on one straight path towards doing that. And then everything that we do throughout our year really helps align with that word to make sure that we're doing what matters most in our life. Because this word is going to shape you. It's going to allow you to pick you and you will know when that word is right. So I encourage you to think about how this word of the year might bring a little bit more of a focus for your 2021 instead of that resolution. And friends, when I say it will pick you and allow the word to pick you, definitely stay tuned for more of that because your word is not just something you pick out of the high sky. So let's talk about that, right? Choosing your word. It doesn't just come to you in five minutes, doesn't come overnight for some of us, it may, but it may take you a little bit of time to know what that word is. But I promise that when you know, you will know. So biggest thing that I can encourage you here is to be open to receiving. With a lot of things in our life, when we're open to receiving something, it will come easier. And so this one word that is meant for you to help you grow and to help you just become who you are meant to be, when you believe that, that word will come and then you will receive it. So believe it and receive it. So here's some questions you can ask when you are considering your word. And this is tends to be what I do at the end of the year, usually about end of November or December before the new year strikes, is you may ask yourself, what do you want to focus on? What is that thing that you're driving towards? And what's in the way of that? Is there something that's blocking you? Is there something that continuously comes up as a roadblock or a barrier? Maybe what do you need more of or less of in your life? What needs to change or what matters most? And last but not least, how can you be your best self? And so when I go through some of these questions of what do I need, what needs to change, what matters most, very common questions that we might do as an end of the year review, I'll write down words that come to mind after contemplating these questions and then I might narrow it down to a few. Now it's not done here and it's not like, oh, yep, I'm going to take that top word right there. I'm going to sit on those words and I'm going to, in my, my world, I'm going to pray about those, those words. And I'm going to ask the Lord to speak into me what word he has for me for the new year. Now, depending on where you are in your faith, maybe that's not how you choose your word and that's okay. But I do encourage you to just sit on the words, allow them to kind of just be near you without putting a lot of pressure on that one yet. And when the time is right, you'll feel it inside you like, yep, that's the word. That's the top one that I need. 
for my year. So we now understand what it is, why there's a 2021 word or a word of the year. You understand how to choose your word, but here's where the tough part comes in, friends, actually living out that word. So as we all know, right, living out those resolutions that we talked about can also be challenging and living out our word can as well. Now, the one thing I love about living out the word is it's not a checkbox, yes or no. It's not like, yep, I did it. Nope, I didn't do it. Um, it's not a goal, right? It's just a, a word to keep us aligned in our vision. So to help you do that, I highly, highly recommend creating one word reminders. And when I started this at the end of 2018, I started with a My Intent bracelet. And honestly, I think I started with that because in Mel Robbins email that I think I got, I had like a discount code. So of course, why not go ahead and buy one. And so I had that word engraved onto that my intent bracelet. And that word authentic then was worn on my wrist every day for that whole year 2019. And guess what, for 2020, I did the same thing. I made another bracelet faith over fear, faith greater than fear, just because the words were a little long. But I wore that bracelet and I'm actually still wearing it today. Every single day as a simple reminder, where is my true north? Where is my direction? So one, I recommend any type of jewelry, bracelet, necklace, maybe a keychain or a coin that you can carry with you. Love, love, love me some sticky notes. So if you're a sticky note person, putting those up in your bathroom, in your car, around your house. I'm also a huge fan of writing on my mirror with dry erase markers. Uh, maybe create a phone image. So Canva has some super simple, there's lots of other like s simple apps that you can create a background and put your word on there. So you can create a phone background or a screensaver on your computer or a backdrop on your computer. But some way find it so that it's front and center for you. So that you see it. So that it's in your eye every day. Because distractions are enemy of greatness. And that's a John Gordon quote that I love reading his great information on this one word stuff as well. So distractions are enemy of greatness. If you don't live it, there's no power. So take that word, put it wherever it is right in front of you so that you can remember it. So then you can live it. And this is, as I said, where it gets tough. This is where the rubber meets the road. This is where we sometimes may not like that we said that one word. But at the end of the day, don't overcomplicate it, friends. Keep it simple. A lot of things in life. If we keep it simple and don't overcomplicate it, it's totally cool, right? As I mentioned, there's not a checkbox. There's not a pass-fail. It's just an alignment for you to live out your best life. So we need to be intentional. Uh, we need to make ways in our days, in our weeks, in our actions, in order to be sure that we're pursuing and in alignment with that word. And one thing I do in order to do that is I ask an accountability partner. So for you, maybe that's a friend, maybe it's a spouse, some family member, coworker. For me right now, it's my partner. And my partner knows my word, I know his word. And we are able to help make sure that both of us, no matter what we're doing in our daily lives, that we are in alignment with that word. Um, if you're listening from this, a great idea as well for a team, if you are in a business setting or maybe you are a leader of a team, 
You can also ask your teammates at your company to also create a word of the year. Or maybe as a team, you create a word as a team. And then within that team, you can have them explain what that means to them within their job duties. You know, each job duty or each role may have a slightly different variation of that, what that word means. You may also ask them to have a picture that goes with their word if you ask them to create an individual word. Um, I think it's a great way to also take a different spin on personal development and year-end re year reviews or beginning of the year setting goals. So if you're in that realm too, I spent many years in the leadership world in corporate America, and I would just encourage you to maybe take a different spin on it to help you find some enjoyment and find some ways to connect with your team using this word of the year. And last but not least, share with it on socials, right? Who doesn't love a good social media share? Uh, tell your followers why you're doing it. Tell them to help keep you accountable. Um, if you'd like, share your word. I'll be sharing mine. And hashtag be still Beth. I'll see it there on hashtag be still Beth. And you can follow me, be still Beth, on Instagram. And I'll see what your words are. I'll cheer you right along as we get into 2021 here because like anything, a month or two down the road, you might need that simple reminder. So share your word with others to help you live out that word in real life. So my word, commitment. What does that look like in my life? How do I live out all of this good information? How do I make it every day my focus for commitment? So the word commitment came to me probably a few weeks back, and first and foremost, shown to me by God that commitment to him. So that's commitment in my daily readings, being in the word, um, helping or volunteering within the church community, which I haven't been doing much of these last few months with everything happening. Um, commitment to my faith groups, and then just commitment to myself for God. All of that kind of came to, and at the same time, I was getting ready to create and launch this podcast. And that's where the next layer of commitment came. Commitment to my podcast, commitment to the Be Still Health and Wellness company that I created. Commitment to my yoga practice, personally and professionally, to be teaching others. And just commitment to continue to build the culture and the vision that I have for Be Still Health and Wellness and the Be Still podcast. And last but not least, the third pillar of this, which is also just as important as to God and myself, is to my partner and my family. To be committed and intentional to them, to be there when they are, need me, to be sure that my time with them is well spent, that I'm not distracted, that I'm fully giving my attention to them. And then I'm also checking in to family near and far or friends near and far to be sure that we are able to continuously love each other no matter where our lives take us. And so that's what the word means to me. That's kind of how I foresee this word playing out and what it means to me. But as I said, where the rubber meets the road, the hard part is how are you actually going to do that? And so here are my practical ways that I hope to, right? I'll check back with you in a few months. 
hope to make sure my word comes to life. Biggest thing for me, scheduling, scheduling, scheduling. Uh, making sure that I have time for myself, time for God, time for my family. So if that is blocking off 30 minutes every morning to be in scripture and to meditate on God's word or at night, maybe right before bed, if that's setting reminders every few months in my calendar to call a friend, to go visit family, whatever that may be, scheduling it and putting it in the books to be sure that my commitment shines through is one of the most important things I'm going to start doing this week. And then also, though, on that same lines is setting boundaries. Um, this tends to be a hard area for several of us, myself included, is setting boundaries to not kind of go outside of, of where you are intending. So for me, those boundaries may be that I may have to forego certain things, whether it be an activity or maybe teaching a class on a certain day or who knows what it may be. Maybe it's just sitting on TV watching some boring TV show that I probably shouldn't be watching anyways because I have things that are probably more productive like my commitment to myself and family and God. But making those boundaries set really that will clarify where my um, energy is going to be spent. And so that one I know will be a harder one for me. I know that that one will take a little bit more practice um, but some of those first few boundaries may be set to say the time is this in the morning and I will not give up this time spot for anything else but this. It goes into the scheduling a little bit, but when we put that boundary in place, we're more apt to stick with it. So that's my word. Those are my little practical tips on how I intend to live that word out for 2021. And another thing I would just encourage you on this word or in a way for 2021 is something I also enjoy doing, which was from Gretchen Rubin's podcast called 21 for 2021. And in that concept that you list 21 things or 21 um, objectives or maybe there's some goals in there for the year 21. And the one way you can combine these two, which I don't personally do in my um, practice, but maybe you choose to, is you can take that word of the year and then write out your 21 things for 2021. So if my word was commitment, I could then make my 21 list into all the items that might relate to 2021. So that might be monthly phone calls to my grandma. That might be 30 minutes every morning with God. Um, that might be taking time to take a bath once a month. Those are simple things that aren't necessarily hard and fast goals, but yet they align with that word of 2021 of commitment. So for me, my 21 list of 2021 has things like go on two camping trips with a friend, read and listen to six books, um, visit 10 state parks in Wisconsin, go take a cooking class, volunteer at a food bank, um, pack a picnic and watch a sunset, try 10 new pizza places because I'm a diehard lover for pizza. And one of them on that 21 list was to launch a podcast. So we can check that one off the list for 21 for 2021 already. 
But my point being here is this is another practical and easy way to put your word into action so that your 21 list aligns with what your word is. So you may choose to do it. You may not do it. Um, I just encourage you to maybe use that as another tool as well instead of maybe just trying to find the word and then figure out what it is. So the 21 for 2021 list is, um, again, it's an alignment thing, but it's also a way to allow for evolution and not hard, fast resolutions that we may fail at the end of January. So um, I enjoy doing the 21 for 2021 because it gives me a little bit of ambition and stretch goals and it gets me outside of my normal thinking. Um, it allows me to think about what I want to try and not necessarily just do. And it, it's a place to aim, right? It sets my vision, gives me something to look forward to. And I think we could all use some of that in 21. So friends, that is what I have for you today. First podcast of the year, thinking about your word of the year, thinking about how that's going to really propel you and push you forward into the new year and where you're going to set your vision on. So I hope that you are encouraged to go ahead and dive deep and think of a word of the year. Just remember, it's a journey. So enjoy exploring the word. You may not know it right away, but allow it to pick you. Slowly discover it. And when it's meant to be, trust me, it will be. So you may not conquer it because this isn't about winning. It's about growing. So don't put too much stress on there. Keep it simple. No need to add more drama or stress. Just honor the process of living out the word each and every day. And last but not least, talk to yourself in positive thoughts instead of listening to those negative ones. We tend to want to listen to ourselves instead of talk to ourselves. So once you have that word, talk to yourself in positive thoughts. Rewire that brain of yours to push yourself to succeed even more in this year. If you like, go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Be Still Beth or on Facebook, Be Still Health and Wellness. Always dropping goodness there, living out all the things health, wellness, spirituality, and entrepreneurship. It's been great fun, friends. Take care, and we'll see you next time.